70 Whoa. of All the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Episode we- 70. <laughs> Milestone. Milestone. Yeah. Remember, we can't make a huge deal about this because we're coming up real quick on the uh, old 75. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm saying oh. it's coming up. Okay. That, that's all. I that's all. Things. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Well, I want one twice the size when it comes to episode 100. I want a, a one big, that's even giant louder. I want noisemaker. one yeah. that when I go... Yeah. Like, people across that little river. We'll, we'll will go down to, to the firehouse and uh, okay. just have them pump the siren when it's <laughs> Oh, sure. Episode yeah. 70. People are going to think there's a huge. Oh, yeah. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. We're the official podcast. I already said we're the official podcast. Yeah, you did. But yeah, the library. That's what we are. Located in Wellsville, New York. That's right. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh, we're going to have some fun today. Let me tell you. Yeah. We got, we got book news. Sure. We're gonna talk some movies. Okay. We're gonna talk. We're talking movie. Uh, Christmas. Oh yeah, Christmas is, Christmas is in the air. This is our last podcast yeah. before Christmas, so we're gonna be talking books, movies. We got tons of response on our Facebook and Twitter pages about uh, uh, favorites for Too people. Much, so we got a lot of. I would say. Of, yeah, we're not gonna be able to get through all the user responses. So cross your fingers if you responded to us because you may or may not be in this episode. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, what I mean, Star Wars is out. Star Wars Rogue One. We're in a world now with the with the Do new Star Wars movie. Do we need to explain movie. to people where we are on the calendar right now? No. Oh, okay. We haven't seen it. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it's there. Yeah. Are you? We're excited? recording early, is what I just want to say. Oh. Okay. So I feel a little thrown off because I feel we just recorded like four days ago. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. For I just sharing want that. I just want yeah. people to know that you know while the sausage oh. is spicy, it's okay. delici- delicious, okay. and you can't wait for it to be served on Christmas morning. Yeah. It's not a pretty picture of how that sausage gets made. Huh. So. That was that was heartily unnecessary. But <laughs> thanks, thanks for Did slowing. Did you say thanks, hardly unnecessary? Heartily, heartily, hardly unnecessary. So thanks for slowing okay. things down. But uh, are you excited about Rogue One? How do you feel about it? Okay, that's my yes. I'm excited. You Sorry. are excited, okay. man. If people could have seen on me. the same level as like an episode, like episode eight, would you be as excited for? Yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm probably more excited for this than I am. Than I was for episode seven. Really? Because episode seven, I was like, it looks like it's just going to be New Hope. Yeah. And then it was. Right. Whereas this one, I'm like, I know what this is about and everything. You know how, yeah. you have a certain idea of how it's going to end, but like, you don't know how these, I don't know. Right. It's going to feel more Yeah, I off. know what you mean. I, I'm more excited about the episodes, but I tell you what intrigues me about this is that I love that they're taking the style in a totally different direction. It's yeah. like a wholly new movie in the Star Wars universe. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. So we'll have to... Uh, get together and talk about this uh, when the time comes yeah. but you can catch up on our star wars episodes we episode 17 we talk expanded universe <laughs> yeah. and what did we talk just recently just the, the new canon. Ex- what the number new was that? expanded universe a couple episodes ago like so two anyway. episodes ago you can find the back episodes on soundcloud.com slash all the books or, or on iTunes. Uh, itunes youtube all over the place yeah. so find it uh anyway today we're talking christmas but before we get into that what's book your news? what's your favorite episode of christmas is My it, favorite uh, episode of Is it Christmas. episode three, Revenge of the Sith? Uh-huh. Is that, it... You're talking about Star Wars, Yeah, though. sorry. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. I haven't had any sugar today. Oh, boy. So you got like a I wish here? I wish you would have you... told me that before we started. Because <laughs> Do you this have is like a, a, you know a protein you know bar lying around? I have a Christmas chocolate orange. Here you go. For real? Dig in. Oh. Yep. You hear that? Hmm. You hear that, folks? It's not Christmas until you whack a chocolate orange on your desk and then <laughs> what? eat it. That's what you do. You grab them, you have to break it apart, so you... It says, oh. it says whack and unwrap. Sure. Terry's chocolate egg. Are we getting cash for the Terry's people? Oh, no. I would right. accept more of these oranges. Yeah, I know. Aren't they good? Here's some, because I need you high energy today, my man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell us, tell us what you've I been reading. I can't find that Christmas... Oh, I found it. 
Okay. But tell us what you've been reading. Um, what have I been reading, Nick? I don't know. It's all right. I'm in it now. That orange yeah, you got your has chocolate. revitalized me. I feel you want like, to run uh, around the room for a minute? Yeah, I feel like Popeye. My arms just got bigger. Yeah. I feel like Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. Puppy Power. Did Underdog have like anything? It. I mean, he, he, he went into a phone booth. Yeah. All right, I feel like Underdog. I just went into a phone booth. What, what was the dog's name? The I girl? Know. I know more about Hong Kong Fooey. I can't... Uh... You know more about Hong Kong Fooey than Underdog? I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Underdog. Is that for real? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, I've lost I've all seen a lot of Hong Kong Fooey. Um... Um, okay, I read Paper Girls, Volume 1, by oh. Brian K. Vaughn. Hey, I love that. Um, Brian K. Vaughn uh, has been a writer I've been following for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess following. He wrote a few stuff before he wrote Ultimate X-Men. Okay. Uh, he took over after Brian Michael Bendis took over for Mark M- Millar mm-hmm. on the Ultimate X-Men run. So it was still when I was reading the series and everything. Okay. And it was really good. I was surprised because I, ha- I didn't like Brian Michael Bendis' run on Ultimate X-Men. Okay. Um, and then Brian K. Vaughn came along. I'm like, I love it again. It's great. And then he left. And he's the writer of uh, Runaways, Ex Machina, Why the Last Man, all like definitive ending uh, series, like ones that you knew had a plan and everything. Okay. He also writes Saga, which is really good. Yeah. But I don't think you would like Saga. I don't think I would either. Um, yeah, Paper Girls, that came out about a year ago, would you say? The first volume, volume two is just coming out now. I know, volume so that's two 12 came issues. Out. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it'd be a year. It's fun. I mean, it's, uh, it's good. It's I didn't not- know what. I guess I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No. No, me too. It took an unexpected turn. It's, uh, I mean, it's a non-superhero graphic novel story. I guess you'd say sci-fi, right? Yeah, it's sci-fi. Yeah. It's weirdo sci-fi. Um, yeah, weirdo sci-fi. <laughs> it's it's funny. Like, it's got a good kind of humor. It's got a lot of uh, 80s pop culture references, which I ate up. Yeah. I thought that was th- pretty funny. Those don't do as much for me as they <laughs> probably do for you. Well, I'm a little older. Yeah. Wiser. Ugh. <laughs> All right, Maybe you should have stopped. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's funny, I think. The Paper Girls. Okay. It's like it's a funnier comic than I thought it was going to be, which I don't know why, because he usually is a humorous writer. Yeah, I, I laughed out loud um, several times. Brian K. Vaughn's like an author that I would give the comic book of if somebody was like, I don't like superheroes, uh-huh. but I want to read a comic book. What do you have? He yeah. has kind of that okay. mentality. All right. Uh, you going to read volume two? Yeah, I'm gonna read volume two. Well, I've got it checked out now, so you're gonna have to yeah. get in line. Yeah, I gotta. That's okay. I gotta catch up on Saga. I just ordered the oh. next two volumes of Saga from another library. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah, we have the first three in our collection. Yeah. So weird. It's weird space opera, sci-fi, fantasy thing. You got robots with TV heads. Mm-hmm. You got lying a cat that says lying if it knows you're lying. Weird. It's called lying cat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got like a spider lady who's in love with this. Bounty, or I guess the bounty hunter is in love with the spider lady a little bit more than the spider lady was in love with the bounty hunter. Sure. So, and then you Natural. got this like this thing with wings. You got these things with horns. They're in love. They're flying in a tree. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't think I described it well enough. No. <laughs> okay. No, I don't think so. And either. then I also read uh, Darth Vader Volume Four. Oh, you've been chomping games. at the bit for that thing. Yeah. This is the last volume in the, in the, the last Darth Vader series. Darth yeah. Vader series. And Did you say young Darth Vader series. Nope. Would you watch a young Darth Vader? I guess that that's, was... Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the prequel movies. Yeah. yeah. Was, and no, I would not watch them, so <laughs> thanks for asking. Okay, what if it was a no. what if it was a TV series, but it was just about young Anakin Skywalker before episode one? He's just so having just, adventures, and he's learning about Jake history. Lloyd yeah, pre-Jake Lloyd. Being this, yeah. Oh, like a... little, like, six-year-old. A toddler. How old was he in that movie? Eight? I don't know. Sure. So, like, a little seven-year-old Anakin Skywalker yeah. running around, learning about uh, World War One. You don't have to go on any further. <laughs> Definitively, the answer is no. Okay. 
Thumbs uh, up, thumbs but down. But you liked Obi-Wan and Anakin. No, I did like That was like a young Anakin adventure. A yeah. young Darth Vader adventure. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, I, I did like it. I gave it three stars because... That's low for you, man. It was... It was action, like it was an action-packed final. Finale? Mm-hmm. My wife always gets mad at me for mixing up these two. What mm-hmm. would I call it? Finale. Finale. Mm-hmm. An action-packed finale, but the character work that I like so much throughout that series kind of took a backseat oh. because of all the action work. Okay. So, so Afra like ending with spectacle. Yeah, Afra has uh, some moments. Mm-hmm. And the two droids in it. Uh, and now she's spinning off. Yeah, BT and Triple uh, Zero, mm-hmm. the, the two Wait. droids. Triple X starring Vin Diesel? No, Triple Zero. Triple X 2 starring Ice Cube? No. Triple X 3 again starring Vin Diesel? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, the two droids are pretty hilarious. Mm. So they had a good issue. Okay. That cracked me up. All right. Um, <laughs> there's this great. All right, I'm going to spoil this line. The Triple X, now you got me thinking of Vin Diesel. The Triple Zero, he's like an evil C3PO. Yeah, I'm an evil C3PO. Yeah. Um, he's going to get repaired. He needs all his weapons attached gotta get repaired. that are on his arm. Uh-huh. So, like, the guy takes off his arm. He's like, You wouldn't happen to be that Triple uh, Zero unit that murdered all those people down there. He's like, Please attach my arm, sir. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> um, anyway, and that's all I've read so far. Okay. It's couple only been four days since we last graphics. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Oh, I, I heard had... a poem lately. Oh, really? No, I made that up. Oh, okay. Uh, I finished Cass Morgan's uh, second entry in the 100 series, Day 21. Very good. Oh, that's the YA series. Yeah, it is. Uh, Are you going to watch the show? I've seen a, f- a few episodes. Are you going to get into it now? Probably. You... When I finish the books, I'll probably go back and watch it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I found this to be really good. You know, I liked the first one. Uh, often with trilogies, you know, the middle one kind of lags, I think, because nothing... It's not a trilogy, man. Stop saying that. The fourth book okay, just came out. it was written as a trilogy, and then ten years later, <sighs> you as a trilogy, another one and came in. And you anyway, a cliffhanger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my point is just often, since things don't start or conclude, the middle one sort of feels like you're spinning your wheels. You don't uh-huh. get much resolution. You don't get much start. This has a good, I guess, kind of an episodic feel to it in that it... You know, some new things start. You get some resolution on some minor things, mm-hmm. uh, and there's some good twists along the way. So, uh, it does have it does have some hallmarks of like not so good YA. You know, like the romance hmm. yeah. and uh, the relationships are a little like we're teenagers and everything is important. That's true. Kind of a vibe, but well, not so much that it yeah. waters down the plot. So, I think it's definitely definitely I'm worth. So ready reading. for the teen dystopian thing to be done. Yeah, I kind of feel like a legion. Well, this was is like, an older series. Yeah. I feel like Allegiant was like, it's, it's done. Allegiant, the Divergent. Yeah. The Divergent series, I think, killed a lot of things. Yeah. Careers. Yeah. <laughs> Tropes. What's her name? Sher- Veronica Shirley? Roth. Sher- oh, Shirley Woodley. Yeah. She's probably going to be okay. Is she? She's on HBO now. With okay. She's in a show called Big Little Lies, I think. Okay. I can't remember what the title. She's in an HBO series with Reese Witherspoon and oh, Nicole Kidman. Oh. So, she must be hmm. doing okay. I guess. I don't think she's going to bounce back from Divergent. I think she was kind of on... She was doing, like, indie movies yeah. that was, were pretty well-received. Well yeah. And then... She I feel like the HBO kind of has the power to revitalize her career. It could. Who was talking about, uh... What's his face? The guy. <laughs> well, you're disproving your <laughs> no. point by not being able to think uh, of his name. You know, the, the car commercials. He's very... I don't... I just can't remember his name. Interstellar. How to Matthew Lose a Guy. Yes, Matthew McConaughey. Nobody was talking about him until True Detective. Everyone kind of forgot he existed. Oh, I suppose that. Yeah, and then he was in Interstellar. Bit, yeah. Do you think 
he was in Interstellar because of True Lies. True Lies. That's a True Lies. Movie. True Lies. That's Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. That was his career. Yeah. That was his probably last good movie. Anyway. Uh, maybe. Uh, I read a Christmas book, Bethlehem Christmas, by Chuck Swindoll. It was pretty good. Quick yeah. read. Are you gonna read any of the like actual Christmas authors this year? I'm running out of time. What's his name? Evans. I'm running out. Richard Paul Evans. Richard yeah. Paul Evans or uh, uh, the other one. Lots. There's lots of others. MC Beaton, I, mean. I guess. Yeah. MC. Well, I already did MC Beaton. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ann Perry. You're uh, running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen Hildebrand. It's true. You've only got ten days, man. I know. Uh, so I read that, and that was good. That's like a, a, a retelling of the nativity story from different perspectives. So uh-huh. it's a pretty good one. And then I read Poe Dameron, Black Squadron, Poe Dameron, Volume 1. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it was going to be set like right before the movie. I was a little disappointed that it wasn't fleshing that out a little bit more. Right. I don't think there was much character development, which is I think everybody who picks up that book is going to want to know more about Poe because he was such an intriguing character, but you're not going to get it. Well, he was supposed to die. Yeah. Uh, spoilers for episode yeah. seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was supposed to die like pretty early on, and they were like, we yeah. like him. Yeah. Uh, so you would say you're feeling Poe faced about Poe Dameron's comic? No. No one would say that. No, it's priggishly or disapproving. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Currently. Uh, wearing a disapproved stern expression. Maybe. Okay, maybe. Makes a little Poe face. A little bit. <laughs> I'm currently reading Three by Michael Jan Friedman. It's one of the Stargazer books. Star- uh, and then I'm is. reading... A Stargazer. It's a, a Trek, Star Trek series. Oh, yeah. okay. Early. <laughs> you try to slide that early one in Early Picard. Uh, and then I'm reaching reading Archie's favorite Christmas <laughs> stories. This is like my tradition, my annual tradition yeah. of reading Christmas-themed Archie comics. Did you so. read any Halloween Archie comics? I can't remember. Last year, I well, yeah, I just like the just a digest or something. Right. I didn't read a collection. But the did you previous read any of those this year? This year, yeah, just a okay. digest. But last year, I read like Archie's haunted Halloween okay. tales. I was going to read Sabrina, but it didn't come in time. Yeah. And then when it came, it looks terrifying. It does. So it looks. Like I don't know. Ver- that... It looks like Sabrina's yeah, imprinted from Vertigo. It comic. does. So I don't know that I can. Alan Moore's that. Sabrina yeah. the Teenage Witch. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for me. I've got a I've got a stack of some things I'm trying to get to. Yeah. But we'll see. We should start we'll having you like include all the children's books you read to your son. Oh, jeez. But then yeah, we would we, never get this. Yeah. I know. We, we should do like a special. We'd segment, never be able to uh, talk about anything else. Or yeah. like a special separate episode every week where Nick goes over the yeah. books he reads to his talk son about the children's books. Yeah. yeah well, and get West, get your son's uh, yeah. get, reviews. Get him on. How Mike. did how did he enjoy? Yeah. Get him, get him on, on the show. Yeah. yeah. Westy, what did you like this? He loves uh, it. race car. Yeah. yeah. Well, sure. Did you like it? Race car. Yeah. No, he, he's, he's much better. He's much more eloquent than Thank you. Than well, he's probably listening right now. Yeah, he's like, really ticked. Yeah, he's like, he was like, I'll oh. race car you. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even seen a race car, have you, yeah. Eric? Wow. Maybe. Harsh. I don't remember Weston. Harsh. Yeah, you can remember my fist. Uh, so anyway, that's, uh, that's what I've been up to. Yeah. I watched, well, I'll save it for our Christmas segment because we oh, watched some Christmas okay. things. But. Um, I've been watching Westworld, oh. but I don't want to say anything until I'm done. I've got okay. three more episodes All to right. go. Though based based on a movie by Michael Crichton, right? Not a book, just a screenplay. Right. Yeah. But if you go way back to episode two, yeah, we talked about Michael Crichton. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know we if did. we talked about Westworld. I think we brought it up. I think we did because it yeah. was it was something he wrote and directed. Yeah. Which was just like he's such a Renaissance man. Yeah, it's true. He's the greatest loss to the American uh, literature we've ever had. Well, and we've got this new book they found coming yeah, out with Drag- Dragon Teeth. Dragon, Dragon Teeth, Teeth. I think it's called. Yeah. I'm so, looking forward to that. I'll read it. But yeah, uh, Westworld's pretty good so far okay i have some problems with it all right nothing it's one of those shows i haven't seen them i know like i know the basic premise and right. that's it it has 10 episodes okay but for about six of them since the first one i feel like nothing has happened mm. it's one of those like spinning its wheels and i feel like it's 
it's just the world we're in now in terms of television. Like everything is made for binging, so everything just does that. You know what I mean? They yeah. just like tantalize for a little bit and then don't actually have. I feel like with Battlestar Galactica, which Westworld kind of has like. I think is trying to work off some stuff. Okay. Battlestar Galactica, the rebooted show from Sci-Fi Channel, like, every episode was, like, intense. Yeah. Things were happening. You didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Because it was episodic. Yeah. But you still, you know, wanted to binge on it. And, and when everything. they moved to a more serialized story. Right. It started getting weaker. Tanked, yeah. And I feel like this this new thing that, I mean, I have the same problem with Game of Thrones a lot of times or just anything on TV right now. It's just like, no, everything's building up to intense things. It's yeah. just very slow build-up. It's like, yeah, but you don't have to do that. Like, important things can happen every episode. Right. It's just, I don't know. I'm not loving this new trend mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I hadn't really articulated that in my mind. But I that's, said, that's true. I said Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones kind of picked up the slack uh, in sixth season. Like, things were happening each episode. But it's this idea of, like, if you have, like, six or seven main characters... You're following each of their main story, but you only get to see little pieces of it each yeah. one. As opposed to like Fantasy. Yeah. As opposed to like Battlestar Galactica where it was like, this episode is focused on this. Yeah. This episode is you know, there were episodes where you didn't even see certain characters. Man, that show started well. Man, the first two seasons, yeah. I wish there I my wife hasn't seen it. I, I want a world where uh, she'll watch the miniseries yeah. and then the first two seasons so I can relive that and yeah. then like maybe I go on vacation yeah. <laughs> when she finishes the yeah, show. Seriously. The well, third season wasn't... You don't want to start down that path. No, the third season was pretty it's, bad, no, wasn't it? It is bad. It's so terrible. We should do a podcast where we only watch the first two seasons yeah. of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess it's over. But yeah, first two seasons of that, first three seasons of Lost, call it good. Yeah. Is there, is there a show that's like the, that genre show like Battlestar Lost or anything like that that actually ended well is there anything you can think of oh boy i think it's got to be short you know i think like that kind of it really needs a clear arc i can't think of one i'm gonna i'm gonna say rome i haven't seen that's h that's an hbo show it was only two seasons and it was just like the rise of uh the rise and fall of caesar and Mm -hmm. the rise and fall of uh, augustus okay um and I would say that's the only thing I can, and that's only two seasons. I can't yeah. think of it. You might be right. It has to be short. Yeah. Because what I, like I really... seven season epic like that ever? Yeah. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smallville. You might say Smallville. Well, Smallville has really distinct eras, though. It's like... that's true. Smallville changed so many times. It's like yeah. which part is the actual yeah. ending? Yeah, for it's certain true. Things. I mean, really, it's like it's almost like the second half is a spinoff of the earlier show. So, you know? what would you? Okay, this isn't the time, I guess, to talk about Smallville's change and everything. <laughs> five. Uh, seasons five. Season five. Season is five is the big, like, you could you could end, like, the first arc of Smallville at the end of season five. And then season six begins. Ten. Yeah. Season six through ten is, like, Metropolis. Yeah. So they're, like, guess, hardly ever in Smallville. I guess we'll have to wait and see for a lot of the stuff that's on now that's, like, doing it, like, yeah. um, The Flash or Arrow. Like, I can't yeah. imagine Arrow's going to end, like, no. well. So anyway... That was a tangent of mine, sorry. That's true. No, it's all right. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a big trend right now. I'll talk more about Westworld after I finish it, too. If, it, right. if it does, like, end well enough that, like, it's like, okay, this picked up a slack. But I've got some other issues with it. Mm-hmm. Mainly, it's portrayal of robots. Oh, I see. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, so, let's talk book news. What do we have? There uh, is nothing this week, man. That's nothing. why I've been trying to vamp so much on oh, Westworld. Okay. Um, wow. It's funny because I was like, oh, I guess it makes no sense. to. These are the books that are coming out um, December 20th. Mm-hmm. makes no sense for them uh, for to release a book like five days before Christmas. That's true. Yeah. But there are tons of books coming out to the 27th. Oh. 
I don't get it. Christ- I don't get it. But either. I guess it's Christmas money I guess. as opposed yeah. to <laughs> yeah. people already picked out their Christmas presents. Yeah. Is so, the 27th even a Tuesday? What is that? It is a Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, Christmas is on a weekend. That makes a little more yeah, sense. Yeah. So so we, so we you want to just skip? Nothing coming out the 20th? No, there's some stuff coming out. I, okay. I, can, I can carry this through a little bit. But do right. you want to start or should I start? Yeah, go ahead. All right. We've got The King is Dead, The Last Will and Testament of Henry VIII by Susan uh, Lipscomb. Wait. I recognize that name? Well, that's a Houghton professor. I Oh, Houghton College professor, yeah. sure. Uh, I don't think this is by her. This Probably person not. doesn't look familiar. Different. Which one is uh, Henry VIII? Is he the one that killed, like, eight women until he had a son? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then who cares what his last will and testament is? Yeah. Uh, the Boy Who Escaped Paradise, J.M. Lee. It's the astonishing story of mysteries, truths, and deceptions that follow the odyssey of An Gilmo, a young math savant, as he escapes the most isolated country in the world and searches for the only family he has left. Okay. Can you guess what that country is? No. Uh, I don't know either. Okay. Uh, well, thanks, what, thanks for bringing it up. Who has the flag? I think this is North Korea. Who has the? Is it the red star with the white circle around it? And the? I don't know. Okay. Where's a high? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's isolated. I'm pretty okay. sure it's North Korea. All right. They could just say that. Yeah. Oh wait, they do. Okay. Uh, Gilmo, a North Korean national. Well. Okay. That would have saved us a lot of time. <laughs> uh, melt. It's a Steel Brothers saga by Helen Ardent. Keller. Ardent. Helen Keller. She's, she's not around anymore. So this is like a posthumous release. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's book four of six. Have you heard of this? The nope. Steel Brothers saga? No. Nope. Okay. You're super excited for that, though. Uh, yeah. Tell. Oh, yeah. A new series for you to get into. Yeah, I'm really... Hey, Batman Volume 10 epilogue. The reason I'm bringing this up is because it's Scott Snyder. This is the last... New 52 Batman comic coming out. Mm -hmm. What an era it's been, man. Yeah. 2011 until now. Yeah. A lot of ups and downs. We we lived through those five years of unhappiness, I would say. General unhappiness. Yeah. It's like a... Yep. It was rough. But the Batman series has been good. I don't... You haven't liked the Scott Snyder stuff. I loved the Court of Owls things. Yeah. I sort of, after that, was like, hey... Because you didn't read the uh, Zero Year. I read read the first Zero Year, and I just didn't really do anything for me. Death of the Family. No. Okay. I mean, I've essentially read it because I've read, like, all the other collections right. around it. Well, I've enjoyed it. You know, what's kind of nice about the New 52 as librarians buying yeah. comic books is that they all have very definitive runs. Yeah. Starts and like, ends, Oh, do we get, get... They're all, like, at most 10 volumes. Yeah. So it's like, should we get The Flash? It's only this... Yeah. It's... And it will always be that easy for right. us to find, unlike, you know, reboot Marvel yeah. comics where it's like, this is Captain America for two volumes, and then it's Captain America for two volumes, yeah. and then it's three volumes, and then it's yeah. Sam Wilson. That is much simpler. So, uh, Tokyo Ghoul, Volume 10. Ooh, <gasps> this, look out. This started later. All then. you teens listening to our podcast. Yeah. Ah, I Volume 10? Just yeah. Jump right on it. Uh, so, man, it's a po- the, the new ones, the kids, I mean, I always, we get them right before Anime Club, and I'll bring them in. It's scary. Yeah. To be like, to see which one it's gets It's like a Black it. Friday yeah. situation. I, so. I lose a lot of teens. Do you? Throwing the Tokyo Ghoul into the pile. It's almost like a sacrificial rite. Like, mm. here's your Tokyo Ghoul. And then yeah. I come out and like, Just oh, close geez. the door. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know who gets it. And I come in. All right. Okay. So here are the big releases. Tell me which one you're most excited to read, man. Okay. The Art of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I do kind of like those. The art books of Star yeah. Wars? Yeah. Okay. So you... We don't typically buy those here. I wonder if they'd be popular. The art ones? No. I have no, a okay. pretty cool... Oh, no, I mean, you're right. We don't buy them, the art Do books. you think they'd be popular? Do you think people would want to check them out? I don't know. Listeners. The art books are as coffee table as it gets. Yeah. Um, more so than, like, our, you know, encyclopedias right. or something. You might check those out and look through it. Yeah. The character encyclopedias. 
But in our book, I'm not sure. Do we have a lot of like? I don't think we have any like the art of these movies. Like movies and things? No, I don't think so. so. Um, Star Wars Rogue One, the ultimate visual guide. Look out! Yeah, those those we keep in our uh, youth room. Those are very popular. Yeah, those are those popular. stay popular forever too. I know the uh, the character encyclopedias, but these ones. Yeah, definitely. then they're just like ripped apart, I and mean, people just read them and read them. Yeah. And read them. Um, followed by Rogue One, a Star Wars story by Alexander Freed. This is the novelization oh. of the movie. So well, depending how I feel about the movie. Yeah. I might dive in, because I do love a good novelization. Depending on how you feel. You read the novelization for uh, Man- Suicide Squad. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. You read this. I, was, I couldn't remember if it was Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was good. So I feel like even if you don't like the movie, you still Maybe. might read the... I once read the novelization of the movie Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was by Peter David. I like Peter David. I was like, oh, Peter David. And? It was terrible. Jeez. So terrible. Um, is there a Star Wars movie novelization you haven't read? I've only read um, Force Awakens. I haven't read any Really? Yeah. You didn't read the original stuff? Mm-mm. Even during the prequel era, because those were, like, pretty big. No, I know. No, I never did. And, for the most part, they were supposed to be better than, better than the movies, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine the uh, Episode One novelization is that much better. I think that's the one that doesn't matter so much. Oh, really? But I think that's R.A. Salvatore, isn't it? It's either Salvatore or Terry Brooks. Right. One wrote one, But one Attack on the, the Clones one. is supposed to be good. And yeah. the Revenge of the Sith ones are supposed to be. Then there's like that, like, like forms a, tr- a trilogy. Like a trilogy. Those, yeah, the ones after those yeah. are supposed to be good. So yeah. I want to read those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Force Awakens was good. It's coming out in graphic novel form too. I was trying to decide if we should get that. Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, the the novelizations so far have been for the new ones, anyways. Episode seven's novelization seemed pretty popular for yeah. one. I got the Suicide Squad novelization. Hasn't really checked out, but we mm. added uh, episode seven one into the youth room. Yeah. It, Got a lot, gets a lot more action than I thought it nice. would. Um, so I think the Rogue One one, will, Rogue One, yeah. will do pretty good. But you didn't like Catalyst. No, I didn't. So, but it's a different author. But it was a good author for Catalyst, wasn't it? But James Lucino, who wrote some of those Dark Lord trilogy right. books. There he is. Yeah, James. Labyrinth Lucino. of Evil. I think he wrote. Okay, so you. There we go. You're going to read, uh, oh, Th- Thrawn doesn't come out till April. I am going to read Thrawn when it comes yeah. out. Definitely. I, you're going to be like. I imagine going through that with like a fine tooth comb. Yeah, to like, be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is what Thrawn's about now. Where's yeah. his art collection? Mm-hmm. So, because you're a huge fan of the Thrawn series. Oh the yeah, Thrawn as a character. Yeah. Okay. That original trilogy, the Timothy Zahn trilogy, yeah. is so good. Have you reread that recently? No. Are you gonna before the new one? No. Break your heart? Nope. Okay. No time. That was a, <laughs> no time. What does this mean? I can't. You, I, no, I. Just, are you dying? I, no. You don't have any time. Too many books I want to read. I can't reread books I've already read. I know. We should do a podcast on uh, rereading. I think I can't remember the last thing I reread. No. It must have been for a book club. It would have been for the kids' book club. I reread Outsiders. Okay. And uh, The Giver. Yeah. No, I I didn't even reread The Giver. I just read The Outsiders. I can think of maybe two things, three, in my whole life that I've ever read more than once. I used to reread all the time. I used to reread the Jurassic Park books yeah. a lot. The Animorph books, forget it. I can't tell you how many of those I reread. Yeah, I just, you know, I mean, I always have, I was looking at my shelves and I was like, man, I got these books for last Christmas yeah. and I haven't got to them yet, so no. Yeah, I, I was do doing it. the same thing when I was going through Goodreads to see like what comic book series do I need to keep following. Yeah. I was like, oh geez, I read nothing in 2016. Yeah. So I know, you had to slow down. Yeah, I really did. No. So. Well, it was always 2017. Maybe I'll use 2017 to reread all my favorites. Yeah, good idea. So. Well, Speaking even as a of, kid, yeah, you never reread. 
No. I guess I imagined you, like, younger Nick would still be rereading favorites. No. Wow. I had tons of stuff I wanted to read. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, while we're talking about reading in 2017, let me tell you what's coming out. In 2017? In 2017, yeah. Man, we're so close. I know. To 2017. It has to be better than 2016, right? Probably. Do you think it's going to be worse? We've, in some we've ways. Lost, yeah, in a lot of ways. Are you talking politically? Uh, we lost a lot of celebrities that we won't have to lose now in 2017. That's a weird way to look at I it. Mean, yeah. who, I mean, unless like Hugh Jackman gets hit by a bus, Whoa. I can't imagine. I wouldn't want to be that bus, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 18 people dead after yeah. bus hits Hugh Jackman crossing street. Hugh Jackman walks away, broken leg. Great. His veins coursing with the juices of boiled chickens. Ah. Uh. January 24th, 2017, we have coming out from fan favorite John Lescourt, the book Fatal from New York Times bestselling author John Lescourt, a riveting standalone novel about the unexpected shattering and lethal consequence of a one-night stand on a seemingly happily married couple. What else has he written? Oh, I don't know. I tried to read The Hunt Club. The by Hunt Club? The Hunt Club okay. by him. Is that if I, people just rewatch Helen Hunt films all the time? Yeah, it's, they watch as good <laughs> as it for gets. as good as it oh. <laughs> I saw a great episode of Mad About You this morning, if you want to talk uh, Helen <laughs> Did Hunt. you? No, I did. Is this off your DVD? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they finally released it. I had the first two seasons of Mad About You for like a yeah. decade, and then oh, they yeah. just Mill Creek released a whole series. Okay, so right. how was it? Do you want to explain the episode? You know what? I do want to explain <laughs> okay. the episode. They do one where they're trying to put their baby to sleep, and the whole episode is one continuous shot. There's no commercial breaks in it. It's wow. like just like a play. So if anybody screws up, they have to start over. So very impressive. Was it live? No, but it was. I mean, it, they did it in one take. So it, essentially, it's okay. it's just like a live and in front of an audience. So is that something that Mad About You did? No, that series? was the one time they never did any. I mean, not like that, but were they like a concept thing? Like this they episode, did. we're going to do. Yeah, they did. They did yeah. like alternate realities and okay. just weird things. So yeah. they were the uh, the beginning of Drew Carey. Yeah, the Drew Carey <laughs> show. Right. It's like this episode, right. we're all pigs. It crosses over with Seinfeld, weirdly enough. Kramer is in, like, the fifth episode of Mad About You. What? Yeah. Really? Weird. Yeah, Paul, like, owns Kramer's apartment, and Kramer's subletting. So he, like, gives Kramer's Kramer... apartment next door to Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, it was Paul's bachelor pad that Kramer, like, sublets Do they ever Paul. show up on Seinfeld? No, and it kind of breaks it because George, Susan makes George watch Mad About You on Seinfeld, so... <laughs> Gets a little trippy. That's pretty funny. Anyway, John LaScourt wrote the Dismas Hardy series. That's his most uh, popular series, 16 books. The uh, the one that I read, Hunt Club, was a standalone. No, no, it's Wyatt Hunt. It's a Wyatt Hunt series. Okay. There's three of them, a trilogy. Didn't like it, so yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's published in a while, so this is kind of a return here, so we'll see. This one I am interested. Uh, a Book of American Martyrs by Joyce Carol Oates. Now, this Ooh. one... Is this not fiction? No, it's real. Oh, that... No, I said nonfiction. Uh... No, no, it's fiction. Sorry, sorry. No, it's a fiction. That was very confusing. Yeah, Nick doesn't was. know what nonfiction is. It was confusing. Uh, so this is um, probably going to be a little bit of a controversial book. I'll Ooh. tell you what it's about. Uh, powerfully, powerfully resonant and provocative novel from American master and New York Times bestselling author Joyce Carol Oates. In this striking, enormously affecting novel, Joyce Carol Oates tells the story of two very different and yet intimately linked American families. Luther Dunbar is an ardent evangelical who envisions himself as acting out God's will when he assassinates an abortion provider in his small Ohio town, while Augustus Voorhees, the idealistic doctor who is killed, leaves behind a wife and children scarred and embittered by grief. Okay. Joyce so, Carol Oates, back I know. at it again. It's a big one. It's like 700 pages. It's, I'm sure it's going to be a, a difficult, but probably 
rewarding read. That's usually how, <laughs> Is that usually how, how you describe her books. JCO for yeah. boarding. Well, you know, you finish the book and you're like, man, that was an experience. Is that how you, you felt know? about We Were the Mulvaney's? Yes. Rewarded? Yeah, We Were the Mulvaney's is uh, is upsetting, you know, and it's um, when when you get you like you're reading it. That's probably a little bit more mainstream than some of her others, like Mud Woman, for example. Uh-huh. It's just about a woman who's like sort of she's she's remembering um, repressed memories are coming back to her Ooh. and she just can't handle it. And so she just goes you know, a little crazy. That's an upsetting book to read. You know what that it's sounds a lot like? but it's good at the end. That but. sounds just like Hulk, the Ang Lee oh, film. Sure. Because he's also remembering yeah. repressed memories and he goes yeah. a little... Uh, cra- yeah. One would say he hulks out. Yeah, you might. You might. Uh, one particular note of interest about this book, uh-huh. she was actively writing this when she was here. Ah, is this the one where you're going to be a dead character? Yeah, I'll be a dead character. So she was actively writing this when she was here. So I'm. Uh, so that's the one you've been waiting for, because she had mentioned when she was here that she was writing something. You're like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to yeah. see like if anything comes up. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna be like offended if there's nothing about you or the library oh, yeah. in there? Yeah. And then yeah, I totally. Went to a I'll, library be, I'll call West- her up. I'll be like, how yeah. dare you? Yeah. What if she's like, I went to a library in Western New York, New York, in Belmont. <laughs> how dare she? <laughs> no, I don't think it'll be anything yeah, like okay. that. It's just it's interesting that she was like. You know, just over there writing, right. you know, while she was here. And then now this book's coming out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see it. Okay. Um, we'll skip to large print now. Okay. I got a couple. Uh, Ill Met by Murder. This is book two, <gasps> Shakespeare in the Catskill series. Wait. I brought that up. Did you? Yeah. When does that come out? Uh, I brought that up last week. February 2017. Oh, geez. What was I talking about? Well, this is the large print edition, so it's possible oh, that you okay. might... Uh, but we're uh, so we're get, we're definitely this has been ordered so we're right. getting this in large. Yay! Way. Yeah. So Catskills, which you love, and ill uh, is spelled I L L, which is one of your stand-up routines about how similar I's and L's. That's true. Look. Yeah. So. Well, it's because I was writing a password it's a for somebody. Perfect, perfect riff. I was writing. I, I wrote down a password to a computer for somebody, but I it was a lowercase L. Yeah. And they thought it was an I. Oh boy. So that's um, yeah, that'll but, get you every time. Uh, I can't believe you don't remember this because I kept asking you. No, I remember talking you know about where the, the cat, cat skills are, and you're like, "Oh uh, no!" I'm like, "They're yeah. right near us." And yeah. You're like, "Where?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't go quite like that. <laughs> you were like, "Nick, don't know where Catskill is." I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, you made me sound like Bizarro. Uh, next, <laughs> the Inheritance by Charles Finch, also coming to us in February in large print, number ten in the long-running Charles Lennox mystery series. Yeah, mystery is probably kind. What? Stretching it? No. No, I was going to say, in large print, mystery is, like, where it's at. Really? I think those, yeah. Mystery and romance tend to be the, the most popular. What about um, the Star Wars novelizations? No, they don't care about that. Huh. I mean, some probably do. Yeah. Many don't. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? There was one more in standard print that I wanted to mention, uh, because he's such a popular author here. Uh, people are going to want to uh, probably get on the list right now, but C.J. Box mm-hmm. uh, is coming out with number 17 in the long-running Joe Pickett series. C.J. Box! Was- this was one of our very first page turner books uh, open season uh-huh. uh, joe pickett number one so always popular here uh, number 17 again coming out in march the past comes back to haunt game warden joe pickett and his family with devastating effect in the thrilling new novel from the number one new york times best-selling author mr cj box hmm. so okay that's it one more thing in book news that i want to mention uh involves a local author uh, St. Bonaventure graduate Andrew Gould. Huh. He has a new book, which is set in Angelica. It's a theological thriller based in Allegheny County uh-huh. uh, called Angelica. 
We have it right here in our collection, hot off the press. We All just right. got it. It's being cataloged right now. Awesome. Uh, so uh, local books tend to be popular, you know, when they when they deal with this area. People are always interested right. to, to read about that. So this is one that we will have in our collection. Uh, so first, nice. congratulations to local author, St. Bond's graduate Andrew Gould. And check out Angelica, All coming right. to a library near you in the very near future. Yeah. All right. Hey, what's on the New York Times bestseller list, Eric? Uh Let's talk about what's um, – so this is hardcover fiction. Okay. The New York Times bestsellers list. Yeah. Let's talk about what's uh, 11 to 20 because it's just a little interesting. Two weeks it's been on the list, but now it's down to 15 is The Prince Lestat in Realms of Atlantis, oh, both by yes, Anne Rice. Oh, Rice. So I guess she has her fans, but she doesn't really, like, have much beyond that. Well, what would you say about Anne Rice? She took a weird turn. I mean, she was writing The Vampires, then she stopped and she wrote books about Jesus for a uh-huh. while, Christ the Lord, and right. a few others. I don't think those did very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then this uh, this return to the Vampire series. Right. I don't know. Okay. I mean, yes, she has her fans. I don't I don't see her picking up a lot of new fans, I guess, so. Okay. People are still checking into the Vampire Chronicles or whatever this is called. Yeah. But probably not a lot of new people are going to check this out. Okay. And then... And you're number... right. It has probably the... Like in all of history, the worst cover any book has ever had. It's just so boring. It's like a mock cover. Yeah, it's one of the like, it's like when you insert text here. Yes, it, that's exactly what it looks like. Like art for coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, especially about like if you're doing something about vampires, it's vampires in Atlantis. In Atlantis, how do you not have like the best cover ever? But I think this is also red. Like I imagine like a why sweet... is that not Tom Cruise in an 18th century garb yeah. swimming underwater with like a merman? Yeah, right. <laughs> I read that. Yeah, sure. I uh, number I, thirteen. I wouldn't. Is all the light we cannot see? Anthony Doerr. Yeah. Um, the Nightingale isn't here anymore, Nick. Oh no. To uh, to relieve your pain. And yet I'm reading it because it's there our first go. book club book. But all the light we cannot see is still here. 131 weeks on the list. Wow. And then uh, the Chemist is down to 11 by Stephanie Meyer. Okay. All right, but let's look at what's at the top 10. Let's do it. Not a Star Wars book. Catalyst. Came and went for the New York Times bestsellers list. It was probably like a big deal. It even made the list, I guess. I was surprised, yeah. So, I had, because, no, we saw a few. I think we've seen a few. Yeah. Um, I think the, uh, when the first one, not uh, New Dawn, but the first uh, Aftermath. Aftermath, I think you're right. I think it was there for maybe two weeks. Yeah. I guess I saw, this is like this supplemental fiction to this movie coming out. I wasn't, I didn't really see that as yeah. being a big deal. Uh, but again, this is hardcover fiction, so there's a chance it could be like doing crazy ebook wise. Yeah, that's true. So, um, but we look backwards. We never include the ebooks. Mm-hmm. We're f- we're afraid of the future here. Yeah. That's why we like Star Wars because it takes place in the past. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> number ten, the wrong side of goodbye. See you, Nick. What? What are you? Where are you going? Oh, this doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> number nine, small great things by Jody Picoult. Oh, speaking of Jody Picoult, uh, Wonder Woman just got fired from being the UN ambassador. Of a, uh, what was it? Women's rights? Did you see that? Is this a real thing? Yeah. She oh. w- hold on. UN <clears throat> Wonder Woman. Yeah. Don't leave anything out. Honorary UN ambassador. That's uh, so. I guess it wasn't on women's. Oh yeah. <clears throat> UN drops Wonder Woman as honorary ambassador gonna, for you're women. You're gonna fire Wonder Woman? I don't so think so. So their reasoning is because her clothes have been a little, uh, a little uh, scant in the past. Are they slut shaming Wonder Woman? It's ridiculous. One, 
a few months ago, they hit yeah. all this pomp and like excitement. It was in the news and everything. Like Wonder Woman elected honorary ambassador for women at the UN. Like, oh, that's cool. That's exciting for Wonder Woman. It's exciting for fans of her and everything. Now they're just like, oh no, never mind. We don't like her outfits anymore. It's like you idiots. They're I, stupid. I if the UN wants to be, they're they're just useless. That's my I opinion. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess I don't understand why you'd take the time to fire a fictional character. I like, don't know. They're calling down to HR. Yeah. Have her turn in her fictional keys. Yeah. It's just so stupid. It's like uh, this. So this is what the UN is doing right now. I guess. Yes. The world's the worst it's ever been, and they're like, let's hire one. No, no, no. Yeah. We're having buyer's remorse. Yeah. Sorry, Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's the exit. So a sixty-day probationary period. And then <laughs> so stupid. Get rid of her. I feel like thing. we need to explain that transition. It's because Jody Pickalt once wrote a oh, yeah. run of Wonder Woman that were not good. They were not good. In my opinion. Now she's on the bestseller list. Yeah, I've heard very good things about this book. By yeah. the way, yeah, I've heard some small great things about the book. Okay, I've heard some small not so great things about. Really? The book. Yeah. Have you? No, I don't talk to people oh, about okay. Jody Pickalt. Um, number eight. You'd be so upset if you found out I was having conversations about Jodie Picoult away from you. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would feel hurt. Number eight, Nick's favorite new author, uh, Turbo 23 by Janet Ivanovich. No. No. Nick read his first Janet Ivanovich book, and sure he's did. been a fan ever since. No. He can't get enough. Never. Never No, you're starting this 23-volume series. Right yeah. Now. That's why I, you don't have yeah, any time for I'm, these Christmas I'm books. I'm reading it in reverse order, though, because okay. I really want <laughs> I want to see the digression. Number order. seven, Night School by Lee Child. Jack Reacher goes to culinary school yeah. during his off work hours. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I mean, right after high school, he just re- went right to work full time. Yeah. And he always yeah. wanted to go back. And yeah. so now Jack Reacher, even though he was told never to go back. Yeah. Uh, he and Kobe Smulders are going to go <laughs> yep. become chefs together. Yep. It's how we met Kobe Smulders. Yeah. That's the, sh- name yeah, of the show. Yeah, how right? I met your Kobe Smulders. <laughs> Jack Reacher at night school. Number six. Ooh, am I not plugged in? Is my No, I am. Not me, my laptop. Okay. What if that was me telling? Not it's a your robot. robot. Yeah. Am I not plugged in? I mean, I want my a laptop. <laughs> what? What? That's so mean. Number six. The Underground Railroad. Colson Whitehead. Speaking Back of uh, Nick's favorite That's been off, author. hasn't it? I think so. I think yeah, it disappeared for a Yeah, it's making bit. a comeback, I bet, because it won the National Book Award and the Goodreads Choice Awards. Yeah. 18 weeks on the list. Yeah. Welcome I mean, back. Yeah. That's no uh, All the Light We Cannot See. No, not even but close. you got to do a, It's probably going to be here for a little bit more. Probably, yeah. So, Well, there's a Christmas book right there, because it's buzzy. Everybody's talking about true. it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five. I can't really be... This is this is still a list. It's, it gets crazy seeing that... Well, we'll see it at number one. But No Man's Land, David Baldacci... Yeah. Uh, we don't have anything to say about David Baldacci because nope, neither one of us. Uh, no, nope, but we are gonna. He's on our book club list for 2017. What's the book? Split Decision. Which one is that? Did you uh, know? Yeah, it's one of his um, King and Maxwell. First of the King and Maxwell. Okay. Yep. Uh, number four, Two by Two. Nicholas Sparks. Nicky Ten Sparks. weeks on the list. Hang I didn't there. think this was gonna last three weeks. Richard Gere, call your agent. No, this guy seems like a young, oh, young single guy. father. Josh yeah. Duhamel, call your agent. He's already been in one. Oh. He was in uh, Safe Haven Boy. with uh, Julianne Huff. Dave Franco, call your agent. <laughs> Dave Franco and Nicholas Dave, Sparks. Dave Franco, movie. yeah. No. He's trying to branch out. He's trying to pull a James Franco, if yeah. you will. James Franco hasn't been in one, but he could probably pull yeah. off being in one. But oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think James Franco would be in one. No, I don't think so. But then he Even always James does Franco some weird... standards. <laughs> uh, number three, new this week, Tom Clancy, True Faith and Allegiance. Uh, this is Jack Ryan Sr. He's still president. Well, Jack Ryan Jr., working for a secret organization. Have they abolished or- term limits? Because I think he's been president for about 20 years now. 
Uh, he wears to prevent complicated terrorist strikes set in motion by a hacker. Mm-hmm. Clancy is died this, in 2013. Would you say that this is the is this an Alec Baldwin, Jack Ryan? Is it Harrison Ford? It's not a Ben Affleck, please. I don't think it's Chris Pine. Okay. I mean, to be senior, he's probably going to be one either. It's probably Harrison Ford. Okay. So. All right. Um, Yeah, geez. Harrison Ford might as well come back to Jack Ryan. Yeah. He, no business coming back as Indiana Jones. Jack Ryan (laughs) would actually make sense. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm prisoner now. Um, You know, when I was a kid, I would say in fifth grade i had a friend whose house i would go over to because he had like four computers i think his dad worked at a computer company so his like dining room area was just four computers all hooked up together so you could have land parties mm-hmm. and in fifth grade like i like to brag like oh in fifth grade i was reading michael Crichton. well in fifth grade this kid was reading tom clancy mm-hmm. and that's hard to like top because yeah. those are like tomes yeah. of information i mean you've read one I read him for Red October. That's it. Yeah. And that's like probably his shortest book. Yeah. And even yeah, you had, is. that was like a dry run. I read it and said it. I like put it down halfway through and then yeah. came back to it. So yeah. like this kid was reading Rainbow Six, which is a thick book, but yeah. like I think he kept reading it all. So whenever I see Tom Clancy, I think back to those days of playing uh, Half-Life and Starcraft on his <laughs> land parties. Okay. But he always killed me at uh, Tom Cl- at uh, Rainbow Six of the game. Okay. Not here or there. Because of guess. that knowledge of, from reading the books, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. He's like, oh, yeah. I know what's going to happen yeah. here. Boy, chapter 48, you're really going <laughs> to... Yeah, chapter 48, he's about uh, a third into the yeah. book. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Number two, Cross the Line by James Patterson, yeah. and only James Patterson. Yeah. Though, I just pointed out to you, there's another book coming out. This James Patterson Presents I know. thing, it's I know. a thing now. It's bananas. It's no longer James Patterson with. No. Uh, because I had talked about that young adult book. James uh, Patterson Near. <laughs> right. Remember there was that Stalking Jack the Ripper book that yeah. I got as a young adult, uh, and it just said James Patterson presents, and yeah. it had the author and just Stalking Jack the Ripper. Yeah. And now there's He's this a brand name. There's a juvenile book coming out. I yeah. can't remember what it was called. Have you tried the uh, the James Patterson Porterhouse Steaks? Oh, those are so good. They're really good. They're good, but you want another one as soon as it's as soon as it's over. Yeah. You're like true. oh, this wasn't. It was good, but it, it wasn't filling so quickly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. James Patterson sneezed toward this author. <laughs> um, do you think his co-authors is going to say James Patterson presents um, Maxine Pietro with? Yeah, probably. Do you think they're co-authors? Yeah, they're probably co-authors co-authoring just... with co-authors. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Nick, number one, yeah. and I really do. At bo- this point, it's just a Mad Lib, right? It really, it's is, just like yeah. insert proper noun, yeah. insert moving verb. Yeah. You know, like I started getting annoyed when I noticed that Steven Spielberg was listed as producer more oh, than director yeah and he was just producing everything yeah but like i guess this whole james patterson i'm kind of unattached from but i'm like yeah. this can't this yeah is, this can't mean quality control yeah. i mean most people don't and yet i don't think it slowed it down that's oh. the thing and people comment on it people come into the library like oh james patterson he's every like month or so yeah. to a month and they like they're wise they're like, to give it. me two yeah <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. He's almost like a drug pusher here. Yeah. Like, Where's my James Patterson, man? I need it. Yeah. It always comes back to drugs with you. That's the second. You said, I was like a drug addiction, and James Patterson is like a drug dealer. That's, no. Nope. That, that is what nope. you said. Nope. <laughs> huh. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Number one. And I, I believe it's at number one because people don't know what to get their dad because it's been at number one for a while now. The yeah. Whistler by John Grisham. It, it has to be like... Godspeed, uh, John Grisham. Dad doesn't like anything. I got him that grill cover yeah. last year. Yeah. I got him that uh, that yeah. grill spatula last year. Yeah. Dad likes books sometimes. The Whistler. You know? There's only so yeah. many football books you can get your dad. Yeah. Sooner or later, you, you gotta get Grisham. You gotta go Grisham, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, what other author is like such a safe dad author, I guess, right now? Clancy. Yeah, yeah. And if Robert B. Parker was still around. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Well, Robert Knotts. Yeah. Reanimating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I wouldn't. Yeah. So, All right. Well, congratulations. We congratulations well, to who? John Grisham. Why? Because he's number one on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. All right. I was wondering. Yeah. I was confusing. You're confusing. Ah, uh, well, here we are. Ho, 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 Eric. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? It's Christmas time. No. Yeah. The Merry Christmas. This yeah. This is our Christmas episode. Do, I do, do this. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. I take this away I, from I me. should take it away from you. I don't want your gross disease-ridden... You keep it in a drawer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. I don't want it on my desk. Like some kind of <laughs> you keep animal. it in your desk. I don't want it on my desk. <laughs> okay. Different. That was a very Seinfeld moment of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Well, it's near the desk, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last year, episode fifteen, or was Saint, it really Saint, only episode fifteen for yeah, us? Saint Nick's Christmas picks, episode fifteen. <laughs> then we circled back around with episode nineteen or eighteen. We did the Snowman Cometh. That was a that was a Lonely Hearts book. Lonely Hearts book club. Yeah, you wanted to read that. I do. I still want to read it. The okay. Snowman. Yeah. So if you want to look into the past there, episodes 15 and 18 are If you want to look into the episodes. Christmas past yeah. with a ghost. Yeah. That's how people say that. Well, let's let's dive in here. I uh well, what have you been what have you done for Christmas this year? You got much to report on that front? I watched Elf okay. when we were putting up the Christmas tree. All right. My Elf, wife Elf. likes to have a Christmas movie on. Okay. It was that or um White Christmas, I think. Okay. Maybe maybe that wasn't a choice. Maybe it was just Elf. Okay. But I don't like White Christmas, which okay. makes me a monster, I guess. Yeah, well, I've got some news on that front, but but I also on. don't like Elf. Okay. But as it was happening, uh, I was on the duty of like unwrapping the presents from the boxes, and everything, and sorting them out and everything. And she was putting them on the tree. So doing that, she was like walking back and forth while I was just sitting there on the couch, just watching, watching Elf. Elf. And you know what? I'm gonna say it. I might have either reached the point. I don't love it. It's not a favorite. Yeah. But it's not like it's not unpleasant anymore. It's very quotable. I the, find. The it's end funny. is too cheesy for me. I can't handle it. Yeah, the end where bad. everybody's singing, I just yeah. forget it. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like... Did you watch the... It's you know, fluffy. it's like a stage musical version. No, I haven't. And then last year, they did a claymation version of no. the stage with Jim Parsons from The Big Bang Theory as oh, okay. Buddy. Terrible. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. I guess, you know what? It's almost... It's, I guess it's kind of fascinating to watch now because it was like Will Ferrell's like first big solo movie. Yeah. Would you say that was like his own... Because it was before Anchorman. Yeah. It was before... Uh, yeah. Anchorman was like his first big, big yeah, solo movie. But so. before that, it was maybe like uh, old school. And, uh, old school, I think, even came out after Elf. Did it? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so then it's like Night at the Roxbury and yeah. Superstar. And yeah, it was all like... SNL I think movies. this was like his first like solo pick. That could be wrong. I might look at his huh. chronology and be it's like, a good oh. cast. I mean, Zoe Deschanel, Bob Newhart. Yeah. James Caan. Yeah. You know. Uh, don't forget Mary... Mary Seenburgen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a good group. Um, we watched Scrooged. You and I watched Scrooged. One, yeah. yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it gets kooky in the end when he's talking to the camera. Yeah, it's a big long extended. Yeah, kind of. It's a weird movie. Yeah, it's it not is. as funny as you'd hope, and yeah. it's not like as. It also there's doesn't... some that line where he's like, where he he sees his past and how his son his, his dad gave him a ham yeah. or like 
ribs. I can't remember yeah. what it, it was. A steak, it was right? A steak, yeah. Uh, as a kid, he's like, "That's a you know, like five dollars of meat or something. Yeah. It's a big deal." And he's like, "What I saw is a father give his son what today would go for at least fourteen dollars of meat." <laughs> yeah. You know, he was just like trying to trying push to, how, yeah, how great that it. meat yep. present was. Yep. So yeah, yeah. And that was Bill Murray's brother. That was Brian Doyle Murray yeah. playing the dad there. So I think you described the scene where Bill Murray is freaking out that people can't remember. He because in the scene it's the Ghost of Christmas Present. He goes to yeah. see his brother. Yeah. Um, and they're playing that uh charade, not charades. Yeah. What is it? I, they're just playing one of those games where they have to it's guess like a something. Trivial pursuit. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, has to guess the name of the ship. Yeah. On uh, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. And you described it so much more funny than the. Uh, you described it funnier than the movie was. Oh, really? Yeah, because you described it as him, like, freaking out. Oh, yeah. But, like, he's just kind of like... But that would be a moment where he'd be like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah, that's like, ah, yeah. it's a minnow! Well, I love later when he's on TV and he was like, and it was the SS Minnow. And yeah. the family's like, what? Yeah, so... Yeah. Also, what's her, What's the girl, woman's name who plays the brother's uh, fiancé, wife? I don't know. Um... She's from uh, Just Shoot Me. Oh, oh, yeah. Wendy. Wendy it... Malick. Wendy yes. Malick. Yeah, that's see, right. See, Wendy, Wendy Malick and that was pretty And Karen fun. Allen. Karen Allen of yeah. Indiana Jones fame. Yeah, so. Pretty much Scrooge in Indiana Jones, where you'd know. And The Glass Menagerie. She was Laura in The Glass Menagerie movie. And she was Karen in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. And the Crystal Skull. That's how she wants to be remembered. Yeah. yeah. She looked way better than uh, Harrison Ford in Crystal she Skull. She did, yeah, she so did. She's been Good keeping for it. you. Good yeah. for she's you. She's been healthy. That's right. But Harrison Ford, he's just, you know, blues. Yeah. Girl, man. Yeah. He, keeps hope- he was upset that that uh, door malfunction <laughs> oh, on the man. Millennium Falcon didn't end his yeah. life. Yeah, He's like, he you was, mean yeah. I gotta keep filming? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Melissa, I, th- I don't think I can make it anymore. I watched, uh, speaking of sci-fi stars from Christmas, uh, last night my wife and I watched A Christmas Carol starring Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Not great. Christmas- oh, really? Yeah. I had kind of wanted to watch that one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's worth watching. Poor piece, too. Yeah. It's just kind of... First of all, it's like they watched them up at Christmas Carol. I mean, I know they're both adapted from a Christmas Carol, right. obviously, but so many like scenes and even like the the scenery was yeah. like, man, this is a lot like them up at Christmas Carol yeah. minus Michael Caine and Gonzo. Yeah. So um, it was fine. He wasn't particularly good in this. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> oh no! I think some spit from my uh, mouth. <laughs> Nick said fine, and. <laughs> A, a drop of spit, like I watched it fly from his mouth into my right eyeball. Don't gross the people out. That was, I've it never happens. seen. I've never seen that happen. It was like slow motion. <laughs> I was aware of it, but I couldn't react quick enough. Okay, it went well, right into my eyeball. Okay, I'm sorry. The accuracy. Sorry. Anyway, Patrick Stewart had been doing Ooh. a one-man stage version of A Christmas Carol for years, yeah. and so TNT adapted this for TV. Oh, I don't know if these are tears or drool. It's, it's not great. It doesn't. It's not going to stand out as one of the great adaptations. Yeah, you like bad. Patrick Stewart, so I bet you'd enjoy it. But yeah, but like, it. I've been kind of weary of it because it was made for TV. It was right. Yeah. Yeah. TNT. Yep. Yeah. Nobody else like recognizable in that whole movie. Either. That's right. You like gotta, you gotta get him. somebody to play the ghost. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, Marley. Joel Gray played the ghost. He's, he would be recognizable to some people. I, I can't tell you. Okay. He's from stuff. <laughs> okay. He's a name people might know. All right. Anyway, we also watched Love Actually. That's a Christmas movie. We watched Love the Coopers. Diane Keaton. Uh, oh, John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was clumsy, but it was a. It was fun. I heard know? it's it's not like great, but it's like. The people in it are just nice people. Yeah, you just love everybody in it. Marissa yeah. Tomei. So mean, it's just it's Ed Helms. Somebody has said cast. like there's value in just watching a movie about good people being nice. Yeah. So yeah, it's true. It's true. Mar- Marissa Tomei's watching. in that. Did you know that before you That's started? I just said no, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. And uh, 
uh, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. The guy who plays Falcon in uh, Captain America. Sam Wilson. Sam, yeah, but what's his real name? <laughs> oh, uh, the Falcon. No. Uh, okay. It's uh, Anthony Mackie. Okay, yes. All right. Uh, and then we watch a lot of kids so far. We got this one Christmas set that's like the new Christmas classics. And it's Fat Albert, Gumby, the like late 2000s George of the Jungle cartoon, and Casper. <laughs> Christmas specials. Isn't yeah, they're the weird? new classics. I know. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I but guess I would. My son really liked Gumby. And the thing is, I've always liked Gumby. Uh-huh. Then we sit down and watch it, and I'm like, this is creepy. Yeah. This is straight up. It's just. I mean, Gumby it's stuff is always creepy. Weird yeah. and eerie. The Gumby like, movie is yeah. a trippy piece of film. Yeah. It's nuts. That, it is trippy. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. Like, so when Gumby's. you said, like, the new Disney, the new, like, Christmas classics, I thought it was going to. What's that? All of the other reindeer. That was a. Fox did that mm. years ago, but it had like Drew Barrymore as the voice of Olive huh. stuff. Oh, Olive the Other Reindeer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I would have put that. On we there. have the book. I haven't seen it though. Yeah. I mean, it's that just was like a that was a show. listener. Uh, Facebook Facebook user Sally mentioned yeah. uh, Olive the Other Reindeer. Yeah. As a, as a favorite. So yeah, that, that got a little play. Okay. Um. What else, boy? We always watch the Jiminy Cricket Christmas special, usually uh-huh. when we're decorating the tree. I like to watch the Sonny and Cher Christmas special, <laughs> but I couldn't find it this year. So oh, no. We'll have to save that for Christmas morning. Yeah. It's around somewhere. But, yeah. you got to start your Christmas day with we Sonny watched, and Cher. You know, there's, um, we watched the Miser Brothers Christmas, which is a sequel to, what, Year Without a Santa Claus? Is that the one that has the Miser Brothers? It was made like 50 Oh, yeah, here without, yes. You were saying the Miser Brothers. I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Like yeah, Snow Heat Miser. Miser. Heat Miser. Yeah. And it's really, they really got the voices of Heat Miser and uh, Mickey Rooney as Santa Claus. Like 50 years after the other ones. So probably not. So 50, wait, what was like this 30. that brought them in? It's just called the Miser Brothers Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. ABC Family did it several years ago. <laughs> Those songs. Yeah, I love them. I know they're great. Th- those, well, you uh, hear them about forty times in this. Yeah, so. my uh, I love all of those Rankin Bass specials. Yeah, There's, I mean some of them are a little too long, but they're yeah. all good. I had a friend who uh, we had to do a. Uh, it was in our uh, public speaking class. We yeah. had to do a speech. I can't remember what it was called. An argumentative speech. We had to like bring somebody over to our side, and his was why. Uh, I can't remember which miser it was, but it was like why heat miser is better than snow miser mm. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just we got to watch the thing in class so that was fun he's like nice. i'm yes yeah. yeah there was that horrible scene from batman and robin with arnold schwarzenegger oh, making everybody boy. sing yeah Snowmiser. Snowmiser. uh the rankin bass specials you know i'm talking about rudolph the red-nosed yeah. reindeer frosty all yeah. that the rights like who owns the rights are are really weird so yeah. the dvds are always packaged strange because yeah. like frosty for example is just an animated cartoon yeah and then there are sequels to that with the original voices yeah. that are claymation yeah. so like frosty and rudolph there, Christmas in July. Christmas in July. There's there's a couple. Yeah. There's a couple. But the one that they always package with Frosty, like CBS always airs them together. Mm-hmm. The DVDs are together. Is Frosty Returns. Yeah. Which is so weird. Have you seen it? Yeah. I used to love it. Yeah. John Goodman as Frosty. Uh, John as Goodman Frosty. is Frosty. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they... It, the, one of the guys... John Goodman, one of the first celebrities I ever realized was a actor? A voice actor. I wonder. Yeah. Because like he was in the Flintstones. He was yeah. in Frosty Returns. Yeah. He was the voice in We're Back. Yeah. And then like my mom watched Roseanne. Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, but that was later. Okay. Like when I was a kid, I think my mom was watching Roseanne. Yeah. And somehow, as a kid, I was able to connect yeah. uh, Roseanne's John Goodman right. as the voice of whatever I was watching. Of Frosty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. They like... Who else? Is anyone else in that? Jonathan Winters is the uh, narrator. Who's the mayor? He's, he's recognizable. Is it? He's got like that, uh, that voice. I can't remember. Yeah. 
But anyway, they're really not connected in any right. way. The styles are totally different. Yeah. It was the animators are were some of the people who had made the peanut special, so it has uh-huh. a very Charlie Brown look. Yeah. But it's weird. And then John Goodman starts singing and it gets bad. But <laughs> yeah, those are those Yeah, I are haven't seen I haven't seen classics. Frosty Returns since I was a kid, so I can't Let's do it. Yeah. Frosty Returns. We, oh, Garfield we have one Christmas. Of those. We watched Garfield Christmas. Whew. We have one of those um collections. And I think the one that's missing is Year Without a Santa Claus. Yeah. Which is too bad. There's a live action year without yeah. a Santa Claus with John Goodman as what? As, yeah. Oh, you as know what? Santa. I think I remember that. Weird. I didn't watch it, but I Weird think I remember stuff. seeing commercials for that. Weird stuff. Um, out of those ones, Little Drummer Boy is actually one that like I learned to appreciate like mm. over time. Mm-hmm. Like as a kid, I never wanted to watch it. Yeah. But as I got well, older, it's not colorful. It's yeah. Weird. As I got older, I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. Yeah. This is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, I think, was always my favorite. It's so long. I love it. Yeah, it I has know. It has some of the best songs. Yeah, it does have good um, songs. And I mean, I, li- I always liked Rudolph. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah Santa I Claus would go is Coming to um, the, the Warlock, the one foot in front of the other one. Yeah. That one's great. That's yeah. a great song. So, yeah, that is good. That was almost... I, that, stuff. I mean, as a kid, that was my Batman Begins. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> oh, that's how he gets his yeah. sleigh. Oh, that's where you trained Your with the Batman elves. Begins. Yeah, sure. Man. I know we talked a while back when we were talking Thanksgiving stuff about the Garfield Thanksgiving special. Yeah. And you said the Garfield Christmas is so sad. It's unnecessarily sad. I remember that it was. But we watched it recently, Uh and it was like, man, when Grandma starts talking about Grandpa and how difficult it was for him to show affection, but Christmas, he was warm, and how Uh much she misses him. It's like, jeez. Yeah. Garfield. Yeah. Even Garfield's like, I got to get out of here. This is so sad. (laughs) So, pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I've read a million, a million Christmas children's books. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you with the highlights. Dr. Seuss is the Grinch Stole Christmas. Sure did. I had never read this book before. Really? I thought I had, but no, I hadn't. I'd only seen the special. It's great. It's yeah. so good. Polar Express is a weird book. I don't get it. I don't get why people like the Polar Express. I loved the book as a kid. I don't It just it. had that, like, I used to like those, like, weird scents. Those, I don't know. Creepy isn't the right word. Yeah. I feel like creepy is kind of like a cheap word to describe it, but like it's the only word I can think of right now as it's, a kid. It's atmospheric. Yeah. Otherworldly. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but I really liked that kind of stuff when I was a kid, and yeah. I liked that one. But I've never seen the movie because that one looks creepy. It does look creepy. Well, we're showing it, or we yeah. probably, probably by the time you hear this, we should, we're showing it on the 17th. We show it's it every annual, year, yeah. Annual tradition, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, love the Critter books, the Critter Christmas books by Mercer Mayer. Sure. Critter, Critter's Christmas yeah. book, Critter's Night Before Christmas, okay. Merry Christmas, Little Critter. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Mom and Dad. Okay. A lot of Critter books. <laughs> Those are all good. And Otis Christmas by Lauren Long. Do you know the Otis series? It's about a tractor. Oh, yeah. Different from Tractor Mac. Okay. But oh, boy. that's also good. Now I'm wondering if I do know the difference. <laughs> yep. Uh, my Christmas reading this year has been not up to snuff yeah. with past years. So, I've only read Visions of Sugar Plums, uh-huh. which was <laughs> Janet Ivanovich, yeah. which was terrible. Yeah. Highland Christmas was for book club, MC Beaton. Bethlehem Christmas and Archie's favorite Christmas. <laughs> slow. It's yeah. a slow Christmas series Sorry, for me. Man. But uh, are there things that you, like, you have to do otherwise it's not Christmas? You know? Books, movies, music? Uh, I mean, I was, I have a Christmas playlist. Okay. I listen to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra stuff. Yeah. I have some, uh, I go to this website that does a bunch of, um, Christmas uh, video game remixes. Mm-hmm. They have like winter stuff, so my my winter my Christmas playlist has a lot of those songs. Yeah, I try not to <laughs> listen to those. Your Christmas playlist is fun. It's like I find it funny the way I find your Halloween 
funny because you're like, no, oh, he said snow, Christmas song. That's true. Oh, he said scary. I, I do, I do add, uh, I do add the Red Hot Chili Pepper song "Snow" yeah. into the Christmas playlist. Yeah, you can't help it. That's totally about snow. If by you, the way. Uh, if you do <laughs> it like once, snow. just for like, I did it once for like, yeah. it was winter, and I just put it in there. I'm like, yeah, and now like it's there. Yeah, and same thing with Kanye West. Uh, Memories made in the coldest winter. Yeah. However, I told you this. Pentatonix just put out a new Christmas album and included "Coldest Winter" by Kanye West. Yeah, what are you gonna do? So, I was, oh, you know what? We just we did watch the Pentatonix Christmas special. Oh yeah, that was an hour, right? Yeah, it was. It wasn't very good. Oh, sorry. It wasn't just like a straight concert. They yeah. did little like talking to the cameras. It was not. That's awkward. the music was pretty good. Yeah. Should we it. start an acapella group, you and I? Probably. I feel like we would make Ready? a Go. bank. Uh, uh, I am the drum. Uh, this is a drum. <laughs> drum. 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 I'm the bass. I'm the drum. I'm the bass. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome. You're welcome, Pentatonix. Yeah, no kidding. That was not so good. The SNL Christmas special, great. Yeah. I love it. Um, I love it. What do I like to do? I like to watch the Justice League Christmas episode. Okay. It was back when it was the second season, so it was still when they were doing hour-long episodes, okay. but they only the Christmas special was only a half hour. Mm. It's pretty good. Uh, Flash has to uh, find a Christmas present for these orphans. He said he was gonna oh, I, uh, yes, get for them. Okay, it's like a singing that. duck. And he's like, "I'll get it." And I've then he that. he only got one copy. He went to Japan to get it, and uh, Alter Humanite crushed it. He's like, "No, those children!" But Alter Humanite uh, makes one, and that reads the night before Christmas to them. That's it's so great. Nice. And uh, Martian Manhunter's all lonely because he doesn't know he doesn't know where to go. Yeah. So he goes to hang out with Superman. We find out that Superman's parents. Uh, the Kents used to wrap his presents in lead wrapping paper so he couldn't peek at his presents. Ah, uh, yeah. This is pretty good. Batman's nowhere to be found. I think he asked for Watchtower duty. Ah. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, Hawkgirl and uh, Green Lantern go to a planet and have a giant snowball fight. That's cute. It's, it's great. All right. <laughs> I like that. Um, I don't know. They're, I like Muppet Christmas Carol is like the one movie that I'm like, I have to watch this on yeah. Christmas if I'm going to watch it ever. Yeah. Um, my wife likes Elf. She likes um, The Holiday. With Jack Black uh, uh-huh. and uh, Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, right. Kate Winslet, and Jude Law. Mm-hmm. So she likes that one. Uh, White Christmas. I don't know. For me, else. I I mean Muppet Christmas Carol definitely. Mm-hmm. I also like the Muppet Family Christmas, which I used to have a VHS tape of that yeah. when I was a little tiny child. Okay. That was like that was that was my Avengers movie because mm-hmm. <laughs> the Fraggles showed up, yeah. Sesame Street showed yeah. up, the Muppets. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole it was a whole thing. Yeah, so people that's like great. I people love talk that. about how the Avenger films like change this like cinematic universe but like we've been doing that for years Hanna-Barbera did that oh, yeah. y- years ago yeah, when they Yogi did the, uh, the Spruce Goose yeah all the that Spruce stuff. Goose stuff yeah. but we, we've been we've been in this world yeah. forever yeah, so Scooby's Laugh Olympics same yep. thing uh, Christmas Carol there's a lot of debate on this and one of our again uh, from Sally she says uh, the George C. Scott Christmas oh, Carol oh right you know what that's my wife's one. favorite one she has to watch that every year or Christmas for me, doesn't I mean, it's happen it's all about the Al- Al- Alistair Sim version which Have you seen that? this? No. I don't know. Originally, it's called Scrooge, and then usually it's okay. A Christmas Carol. Right. But it's just something about his Scrooge I find the most, like, the, his transition is so good and right. so natural. It's not just like, I'm happy now. It's right. like, he's still kind of a jerk trying to be nice. I just love it. Yeah. I love it. My DVD has the original version and a colorized version, yeah. and we usually, like, alternate. <laughs> and it you also has the old Seymour Hicks version, too, I like, which we watch. But. I like what I like about the Muppet Christmas Carol, and this I didn't really like realize. I read this article. I was like, "This makes that's that is true." Is the sense of how lonely Scrooge feels yeah. in the Muppet Christmas Carol because he's like one of the only human characters. Yeah. So it's almost this like, 
it's you know he's like this outsider in this like crazy Muppet world. So yeah. of course he would feel like yeah. super like even at the end when they're all singing uh, the love we found or yeah. the love we have. Um, he's at the table. He's just surrounded by Muppets. Yeah. That's kind of like I mean I love the Muppets. I would love to hang out with the Muppets. Yeah. But like if that was your world, it'd be yeah. kind of like oh, it would be sad. I'm the only human. The Muppet Christmas Carol. I well in some ways it's one of the most accurate versions because right, Gonzo, Gonzo. I yeah. mean he quotes the book constantly. Yeah. And the one thing it doesn't do is anything with Scrooge's sister, yeah. which I always think is a mistake because yeah. his hatred of Fred, like he loved his sister. She dies in childbirth. She shows up though, right? No. He, when he goes, he's at the school. He gets picked up, I think. Maybe. I think there's, who cares what father says? I don't I think remember. there's I that scene. So. I don't I know. Don't, I don't think so. The love we found when love anyway, is gone. I, the Muppet Christmas Carol is, yeah. is great. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I, the Alistair Sim one too, I have to watch. Oh, yeah. My wife and I, this is one that we've sort of like uh, made a Christmas movie, which is You've Got Mail with uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yeah. It's got, the middle is a big Christmas scene. Okay. And it's got that Harry Nielsen song, yeah. Remember Christmas. Yeah. So good. So good. So we usually watch that one around Christmas I think time too. But. Out, of all, like, out of all the movies that are Christmas themed uh, but aren't really Christmas movies, the one I consider most a Christmas movie is Batman Returns. Yeah. And That's the reason fair. I think that is because I feel like Christmas in that movie isn't just like an aesthetic choice. It's not yeah. just like, oh, it's set at Christmas. We want to, we like want to Iron smell. Man 3, for example. Right. Um, which is definitely weird for Iron Man 3 because he's in California. Right. So it's not even a white Christmas. Right. Um, but Christmas, I feel like, plays into a lot of the themes Batman Returns does. Yeah, like all the does. characters are like lonely and outsider. And I think that's amplified by it being Christmas. Yeah, I think so too. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just think it, I think it works more than like, yeah, like you said, like Iron Man three or uh, I don't know, Die Hard's fine. Yeah. Die Hard has this Christmas movie. Die Hard. Yeah, one of our listeners, uh, Brandon, mentioned Lethal Weapon as well. Oh yeah, that's it. Well, Christmas. you know what? That's Lethal Weapon. I can't remember if it's directed. It's written by anyway, uh, the guy who directed Iron Man three. Oh, and like all his oh, stuff. Oh, that's a thing, isn't he, it? Yeah, he uh, Shane yeah. Black. That's his name. He, yeah. he did. Uh, was Nice Guys set during Christmas? I don't think so, because that's his movie. I was kind okay. of. I'm surprised by that, but. Yeah. Uh, the first, he, movie he did with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, kiss, 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 bang, bang. bang. That's mm-hmm. set during Christmas. Okay. But in California, too. Yeah. So, huh. it's just a strange thing. Well, for Christmas books, I for me, I would say, uh, if I were going to recommend a couple of favorites, it would be, if you like The Animals, I would go Christmas with Tucker by Greg Kincaid. <laughs> if you like Mysteries, I would say A Little Yuletide Murder by Donald Bain. Okay. Um, Bain? A the more, man who broke the bat's back? Yeah. A more recent one would be Rainbow Rowell's Landline. It's very is that Christmas? Good. It's all Christmas. Okay. Yeah. All Christmas themed. Uh, and I, I mean, I love the Dickens Christmas Carol. I, I, the book is so readable. You know, you think a book that old, you pick it up, and it's going to be like stodgy and stuffy, uh-huh. but it's not. It feels, yeah. it feels very Boy. modern. And it's a novella, so it's not super yeah. long. Uh, it's if fun you to. Read it, I would read it. It's fun to look up uh, the effect that book had. Yeah. On not just Christmas, but like people. Yeah. Like I, I can't remember the. It was it was this like millionaire back then when it came out. He owned the company and everything. And he went to like a public reading of it. And he said it like apparently like it like changed his like whole mind. He went home and like or went back to work and sent everyone home. Sent mm-hmm. them all with like turkey dinners and yeah. everything. Like so yeah. Well, that's in in just <laughs> we just watched this Patrick yeah. Stewart thing, you know, and in the bonus features, yeah. uh, he was talking about how it really like made it so that it was. Like a, this is a time to be with family. This yeah. is a, a family thing where you need to go and like do a big thing. Yeah. And a Christmas Carol coming out is something that really uh, uh, made that yep. more in the minds of people. So yeah, that's it's interesting where things like that can have uh, 
yeah. such a lasting impact. But yep, I've only done one. Have you done any Christmas plays? Have you been in a Christmas play? No. I almost did a Christmas Carol. I was Bob Cratchit, and it was canceled before we performed. Ah, uh, so sorry, man. She loves me, and Steel Magnolias have Christmas scenes. The only straight-up Christmas play I've ever done uh, was Wise Women by Ron okay. Osborne. I directed that. It's a small cast for five, four, five. Uh, you had a vocal cameo in it, as you'll recall. Sure did, yeah. Phone in the radio. That's a great Christmas story. It's yeah. uh, it's short. It's yeah. not overly schmaltzy. Like it has just the right amount of like Christmas ah to it. But all the characters have something to do. It's just it's a well done show. That's if I was ever going to revisit a play I directed, I could see like doing another uh, version of Wise Women, maybe down in the auditorium for Christmas somewhere right. because it's just a it's a simple simple set. Simple cast, uh, good breakdown of men and women. Good show. I liked it. That was, when we did that, it was like the coldest winter ever. We, we were performing just <gasps> Would you home. say you had memories formed in the coldest winter? Yeah. Kanye West. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was, it was frigidly cold, terrible weather. Our second night I, of shows, yeah. I actually had to go on and play a role. Right. Small role. Right. But I had to do it very last minute. Yeah. And we had probably like... 10 people in the audience yeah. it, but it was so much fun it was just like yeah. here we all are terrible terrible weather we're all huddled together you say here you are now show. Uh, i don't remember the rest of the line. so here it was great i mean i think we uh the cast really had a good time yeah. with that so hey man, there are no there are no small roles but hey thank only you. small muppets thanks man like where's up well let's take a look at some of the user uh responses here we got quite a few so i went through and uh brought a couple of them together all right uh, to tell you so this is uh let's start with movies um, the most with five with no let's see we I have I pulled out the top five here movies okay. um, White Christmas wins I guess hands down sure. I mean as far as user comments we had um, several we had uh, Debbie Shauna Amanda Jennifer Virginia all listeners here um, the big mentioned these as uh, their top choices the big and, issue and I more. have I mean this was White Christmas is just so boring mm. I've never seen it whoa yeah man. Yeah. I mean, I know I have a controversial opinion on the film, but at least I've seen it yeah. multiple times. Yep. Well, let's see. What's a, with you? One of our listeners, Amanda, says uh, one of the greatest classics, Bing Crosby Alone, is worth watching. Um, uh, a, lo- a lot of different things. They, Just about they, how it's the, the greatest. They, they could only fill Bing Crosby in between him uh, beating his children with a sack of potatoes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, you're right. I don't get the reference, but... He was like a... Stern... S- sure, stern. Abusive. Stern might be the word you want well, to use on you're air. You're ruining Christmas. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the other, the other top choices are Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story. You know, I think Little I've only Ralphie. seen. Oh, there you go. One, I've only seen Christmas Vacation maybe once fully. That's pretty good. Uh, I keep meaning to like watch it now that I'm like an adult. Let's do it. But Christmas Story, yes. Every every year that was on. TBS, yeah. and they were doing that 24-hour marathon. Yeah. Forget it. I would put it on. I love. I don't care how many times it was on. Yeah. Christmas Story, I could watch forever and ever That's on great. Christmas. It's great. Um, and Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. Those, those were the top choices. Uh, Christmas yeah. Story, it's so good because like you can just say any part of them. You could say any... Everybody could talk about that movie in their favorite scenes, and everybody could have a different favorite scene, but everybody's right yeah. about what the best scene in that movie is. Like, you could say the best scene in I that was, movie is I the... did not grow up with this movie. I was really late to the game. Yeah. My wife and I watched this probably just maybe two years ago. Yeah. So, pretty crazy. It, do you like it? Yeah, I it's do It's hilarious. Like it. Have you seen A Christmas Story 2? No. It's one of the few times where I feel like it actually kind of works. Huh. It, they they mimic the style perfectly. Yeah. Uh, and the look of it and was everything. Was it made for TV? 
Was it direct to VHS? I think it was at the time. It was, no, it's new. I mean, in the last oh. like maybe five years, direct to DVD. Then okay. direct to DVD. But yeah. I, it's worth watching. If you've seen okay. the original a million times, it's. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, no, it's sacrilege. Yeah. But you know, just I'm kind of interested its, on its own merit. I yeah. think it's really worth it. I mean, it might be sacrilege, but I, I'll check it yeah. out. Still, yeah, it's pretty funny. So pretty funny. funny. Uh, we talked about. Um, Christmas music. We asked uh, people to mention Christmas music. The consensus seemed to fall on the Vince Giraldi trio, Charlie Brown, Christmas album. Hmm. That was that got the highest number of votes. Next came the Carpenters' Christmas. Whoa! So I must be heartless because I don't really love the Peanuts. I don't love the Peanuts either. And as you'll recall, I played Linus and you're going to yeah. be Charlie Brown. But every time uh, a special's on, I'm like, yeah, they're dull. Yeah, they're slow. I watched one where they went to summer camp, and that was kind of exciting. I okay. remember as a kid, but. The rest, the holiday ones, just never do anything for me. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, well, we had quite a few. Uh, just insulted White Christmas and the Peanuts. Yeah, you did. Forget it. We lost all our listeners. Here's some honorable mentions from our listeners. It's a Wonderful Life, Prancer, the George C. Scott version of A Christmas Carol. Yeah. Wonderful Life is pretty good, uh, though. You know, it's weird that it's a Christmas movie, because it's really like only at the end uh, during its like weird ch- change up for the last 20 minutes that it's a Christmas movie. You know what I mean? I've never seen it. So I can't have it. Hold, hold the phone. You've never seen. No. I, that's well, not like literally speechless. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I know. I, I mean, I think it's not on purpose. After like, rewatching, I was like, yeah, this movie's kind of weird at the end because uh, it becomes like a completely different movie all of a sudden. But like, it's a great movie. You don't like Jimmy Stewart? I like Jimmy Stewart. I'm not like purposely avoiding it. It's just never. You've never seen White Christmas or It's a Wonderful Life. No. Boy. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Uh, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, The Christmas yeah. That Almost Wasn't. I don't know that, that is one. a quirky old movie. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Holiday Special, got to mention. That that, so that was topical. a troll comment. Yeah, topical. somebody's trolling here. <laughs> uh, VeggieTales, The Toy That Saved Christmas. This had a funny comment. Let me see if I can hold on. Let me see if I can find it because that was, that was too good to pass up. Uh, Eric Vamp, while I try to... No, here it is. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, this is Facebook user Aaron, says, it's a tough call, but I'm going to have to go with VeggieTales, the toy that saved Christmas. Pay special attention to Buzzsaw Louie. He's the real hero of the story. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't think I've ever watched Classic that. Classic VeggieTales. Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, I've seen that Maybe one. Maybe I did, but... Uh, Bad Santa, got to mention. Yeah. Come to the Stable, Love Actually, and Arthur Christmas. I don't... I think I saw Prancer. I've seen Prancer. I saw it when it like came out. Ernest I never saw Saves Christmas. Yes. Um, I oh, forgot about Ernest Saves don't. Christmas. That's great. I'm, I guess I'm still like shocked you haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. Look, I'm sorry. Okay. It's just kind of nuts. Um, there was a movie in there that was mentioned uh, near right before Prancer. What was it? Uh, Prancer was the second thing. So what was the first one? It's a Wonderful Life. What was after Prancer? <laughs> Christmas Carol by George C. Scott. Uh, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, no, Christmas. Never mind. I don't know what it was. Then. Okay. Uh, um, no, right, wait. Me... I had a. There was a Christmas movie I meant to say. Oh, as a kid, we had it on. We had recorded it when it was on TV. But now I don't think you can find it anywhere. Mrs. Claus with Angela Lansbury. It's on VHS. Yeah. That was great. I've never seen it. That was that was. I love some Angela fun Lansbury, songs. So, yeah. uh, fun characters. Maybe I, I think it's been a long time. Uh, let me let me mention a couple of books from our listeners here. Let me just pull one here together. Oh, boy. Here's somebody. <laughs> this is a funny Christmas one. Facebook user Jen talking about music. She's one of the ones who wanted Vince Giraldi. She also said Nat King Cole, and she said, anything that doesn't include Christmas shoes or Wham's Last Christmas. Here, okay, one. I don't know what her problem is with Wham's Last Christmas. I don't know. That's classic, Apparently, but. everywhere online this year, I've been seeing people just complain about Last Christmas. Really? I don't get it. 
I I don't hate the song. Okay. Um, didn't Taylor Swift cover that? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I felt like she Sounds did. Sounds like it. Maybe it was Jessica Simpson, in which case I apologize, Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, Music-wise, I like uh, Michael Bublé's Christmas album is pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, I had never listened to her Christmas oh, album. we have that here in our collection. And this year I started. Yeah. It's pretty good. Huh. There's a song, uh, you know, this year... Uh, or you're not yeah. here to yeah. or whatever under the Christmas tree. I don't really like that one. I feel like it's trying to compete with uh, uh, Mariah Carey's forever classic now. Oh, uh, all I want, all I yeah. want. That song. It's not Christmas time until Mariah yeah, Carey true. starts singing that's Christmas true. song. But yeah. she has this song called uh, uh, the December song or something. It's Brennan's song anyway. But it's like I just can't stop listening to it. Huh. It's great. Kelly Clarkson. There's just some inflection she thought. does with her voice during that. I'm like. Oh, and then I'm listening to him like, she should do a James Bond theme. Hmm. So, there we go. I've got some old school favorites. Like, uh, we used to have this VHS tape of uh, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. And there's a CD to go with yeah. it called Christmas Together. I yeah. love it. I know you don't love it. You don't care about TSO, trans Baron Orchestra. No, I mean, I like it. I would never, yeah. like, go and. You, every time you come in and been like, and listen, and I've been playing Christmas music, you're like, what is this? It's always TSO. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I saw know. them live for Christmas. Wow. Um, it was great. Yeah. They're great. I mean, that, they really are just like a live band. Like, mm-hmm. that's what's keeping them going. They just tour all the time. Okay. But their Christmas albums are like solid. And I, yeah. I played one, uh, I had one playing when we were doing, when we showed the Nutcracker here. Mm-hmm. And like, it just just fits like yeah. tons of seasons. It's Good great. stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Ringo stars. I want to be no Santa guess. Claus. <laughs> yeah. uh, I keep hoping. Do you have Hanson's Christmas? No, but they're Hansen coming out with a Christmas the new one. album. Hanson has a new Christmas album coming out? In 2017. That's a lie. It's not a lie. Hanson doesn't have anything coming out in 2017. Yes, they do. And it's a Christmas album? Yes. Who are the people? Who is this for? Well, you're the one who brought up how much you loved Hanson's I don't Christmas. love it. I'm just saying, did you ever All listen right. to it? Immovable Feast, A Paris Christmas by John Baxter. Uh, Catcher in the Rye. Let It Snow, which is that uh, Maureen Johnson, John Green combo. Okay. Story of Holly and Ivy. These are some, um, some user yeah. uh, suggestions. Uh, quite a few in here, okay. so let me just pick a few more. Mr. Willoughby's Christmas Tree by Robert Barry. Facebook user Amy likes that. Uh-huh. Uh, our own Mary Rhodes likes Santa Mouse. Uh, oh, the book, Santa yeah, Mouse. Santa Everyone Mouse. knows that Santa Mouse is Santa's little helper, yep. but how did he? How yep. did it all come about? So this is a story about Santa Mouse and yep. how he became Santa Mouse. Wow, you've got it memorized. Yeah, no, I've got it right here. Oh, okay. Uh, one of one. our one of our regulars, uh, Greg, mentioned Nosferatu by Joe Hill. Joe Hill, who just won the uh, Goodreads Choice Awards. Uh, Nosferatu is a spine-tingling novel by Joe Hill, right? Uh, yep. Victoria McQueen has a secret gift of finding things, a misplaced bracelet, a missing photograph, answers unanswerable questions. On her uh, bike, she makes her way to a rickety covered bridge that within moments takes her wherever she needs to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, across Massachusetts. So... Uh, Alyssa and Matt say Christmas Day in the Morning by Pearl S. Buck. Christmas Day in the Morning. I got that one. Yeah. Rob wants to get his father something special for Christmas of the year, something that shows how much he really loves him. We'll get him the Whistler by John Grisham. Yes. But it's Christmas Eve, and how does he have, how does, he doesn't have any money to spend. You know what I like? You know what trope I like? I like when somebody's like, what do I get them? And the other person's also thinking like, what do I get her? And then like, they, uh, like one of them is like, I know, I'll cut my hair. And buy him a bike yeah. or, you know, tires for his bike. But right. then the person's like, I know, I'll sell my bike and get her a brush set. Yeah. And then they give it, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. But then they realize they just, they're very thoughtful. And they yeah. love each other. And the greatest yeah. gift is their love. That's true. 
So I'm pretty sure that was a Mickey Christmas episode too. Okay. So, but that's oh, a cool. Mickey's Christmas Carol. That's creepy. That's a creepy one. Yeah. The end when uh, Good Scrooge stuff. McDuck is thrown into his grave and yeah. his fire everywhere. As a kid, I'm like, this is exactly what hell is like. <laughs> yeah. yeah I know. Scrooge McDuck is in hell. Yeah. Jolly Little Postman by Alberg. Jolly Little. Uh, this is uh, Joanne Jolly from Christmas Facebook. Postman. Jolly Little Christmas yeah, Postman. Man. Yeah. She says you get to read Christmas cards that fairy tale characters send to each other. I have read this book a long, yeah, that, long time that ago. That basically describes. I don't need to describe. I, okay, that. but I've read it. So <laughs> anyway, a, there's a lot more uh, responses on here. So thank you everyone for sending those in. There Remember, you can always Red Ranger, us at, Santa Calls, and Miss Will. Will oh, Miss Will Willoughby. Willoughby's yeah. Christmas Tree were yeah. also mentioned as good ones. A lot of people were very dis- in the comments. A lot of discussion. A lot of like replies to each yeah. other. Uh, so yeah. I guess. This is where, yeah. It sparked a good talk. So anyway, if you want to, if you want to uh, give us your thoughts on yeah. we're going to be talking next week about uh, the best books of 2016, so we definitely want to hear from you on that. So you can always find us at uh, Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library, Twitter at All the Book Show. You can email us at Wellsville at Have you ever seen Arthur so Christmas? Hope to hear from you. No, I haven't. I, I've been seeing that shown as like an underappreciated Christmas film. It's got... Um, it looked good. Xavier. I, what's his name? McAvoy? Yeah, James McAvoy is Arthur Christmas. So okay. I, it's by the like, people who did Wallace and Gromit. Okay. So that's usually pretty qual. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's one book nobody mentioned that mm-hmm. I used to read as a kid all the time called The Mitten. I it's just read that to my son, Jan some, Brett. Jan yes. Brett. It's great. I just, just read a bunch of him, animals yeah. getting into a mitten, and the mitten just keeps stretching and stretching and stretching. I mean, they yeah. get a bear in there. Yeah. There's rabbits and everything. And Ridiculous. then, like, it ends with a mouse, right? Yeah. The illustrations in that are so great, too. Yeah. It's like there's the picture, and then the border has yep, a bunch the borders of other are things great. going on. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. At the end, it's I a read mouse. that on your suggestion, by the way. Thanks, man. Yeah. The mouse gets in, and that's what, like, causes the mitten to explode. Yeah. I, that too always much. made me kind of sad. The bear at the sneezes. End. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just so good. Yeah. I, just animals slowly. It yeah. feels cozy. It's a cozy yeah, book. Yeah, you just want to get in there with all the animals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Anyway, uh, thanks for all of your uh, responses. We we liked reading them, even if we couldn't read them all. This uh, is for you. <laughs> I've been tearing this apart. You broke it. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Okay. All right. Well, this is our last episode before Christmas. So have, have a merry Christmas. Wait. Happy holidays. I'll... Happy Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa. Are we ending? Are you not going to library news? Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just, you know, yeah. offering my Christmas wishes yeah, all right the now. Things. All things. All the holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Um, let's talk library news. There yeah. is no library news because we're being closed for Christmas. That's true. So, That's is there true. anything going on? Well, I mean, we've got one more full well, week. The, the 19th. The 19th, if you're listening to this prior to the 19th, we right. have a, a Christmas concert with the Andover Ecumenical yes. Choir at 7 o'clock. We're also showing the Christmas Carol. Reginald Owen version yes. of A Christmas Carol. Uh, uh, 2 o'clock on the 24th. Yes, the twentieth. And we're out of kids' movies. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. For the is teens. Twenty first. That's Wednesday. Yeah. Five thirty. Yeah. Uh, so Suicide Squad at five thirty. Uh, our teen movie night. Yep. So man, it's getting bad. All the kids have been talking about it, like how great this movie is. How they can't wait to rewatch it. Oh, how it was nice their best like movie it, of right. the year. And then they turn to me and like, "What did you think, Eric?" And I'm like, uh, "It had moments, yeah. didn't it? Moments that integrated into scenes, maybe." Yep. It's rough. I know. One kid was like, wasn't it not good? And I was like, <laughs> yes, I gave it down. <laughs> nice. They'll tear us apart. <laughs> so it's rough. These kids, I mean, they're fun. I'm glad they come to our programs. They're a lot of fun. I like them all. But bad taste in movies. Bad, bad taste in movies. Yeah, well, maybe you're just old. Yeah. One of, them said, the uh, one of them talked about Robert and he, they loved... They're like, oh, it has that guy from Meet the Fockers. I'm like, I don't think Robert De Niro <laughs> no, would appreciate he want that. that. He's at like, all. oh, but he's so funny. He's not really funny. I'm like, 
still. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> Don't probably ever not run up to Robert De Niro and be like, oh, you're from Meet the Fockers. No, no. Jeez. Uh, book clubs are currently reading Highland Christmas by MC Beat. And I had to get more copies because they're yeah. all checked out. So more copies are coming in. So if you wanted to join but we didn't have one, we'll have more soon. Uh, Contemporary Classics is reading The Nightingale by Christian have you, Hanna. So. Have any uh, new Christmas books of note entered into the uh, adult collection have you seen any like on the new release um yeah i mean we've, we've had a couple come in joanne fluke had a new one oh, uh, right debbie mccumber had a new one yeah. james patterson bookshot uh christmas mystery right just yeah, came we in we, what we really have it's cool we have this new version of a christmas carol that has the like the original manuscript ah, side by side nice. it's a really neat version so that's in the adult okay. section you can take a look at that here. we don't have but, teen young adults didn't really happen much there's one called by what light by jay ashner yeah um, well that john green one tends to be popular which one i can't remember the one when... oh i know what you're talking about yes yeah one of one of our users mentioned their listeners mentioned that. yes i know Sarah. exactly yeah. what you're talking about the story of uh no let it snow let it snow. it's like three stories or yeah. something yes yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's going to wrap us up for this time. Remember, we're talking best books of 2016 next time. Which so is different please than Goodreads. Let us know. It's your favorites. Yeah, it's your really. favorites. The so. best book you read in 2016. Yeah. So does that it's a mean? Year in review. Do you want them to only let us know if it came out in 2016 or anything? I think read? that would be the top preference. But okay. if they discovered a book in 2016 that yeah. they really liked, I want to yeah. hear about that. Did you too. just read To Kill so. a Mockingbird for the yeah. first time in 2016? Let us know. So you read that only just last year. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. It was your best book of 2015. I know it was sure right up there yeah. with Janet Ivanovich. Uh, can I can I say a controversial thing? You prefer Ghost Set of Watchmen? That's crazy. I, I mean, I haven't read either, so I liked it better. That's that's impre- that would be controversial. I know, I know. <laughs> I can't wait till you say that to somebody who just blows up. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? I I you have no either. respect for literature. Can't wait either. All right, so All twenty right. so best books of 2016, and we have one more after that. No, that'll be our last in this year, and then after that, we're gonna be in. Uh, 2017 so that's true yeah and do we know what we're talking about then no we don't but we are we are going to be covering the 1970s normally we would do that on our 70th yeah. episode eric's very upset i got vetoed we had i don't even know how in. i got so talk we're going to talk manager. episode 75 we're going to talk 70s yeah well it 70s, still works so. it's still a milestone exactly so. that's what i thought what is this is episode so in five yes we'll cover all the books and stuff from the 70s yes. in all right 75 well thanks for tuning in folks let us know your favorite books of 2016 and we'll see you next time bye Thank you.